0: Ministries canada for the next half hour your hearts will be filled with hope as you hear real life stories from individuals that have been changed by the power of god enjoy the show Welcome to Refuge Freedom Stories: Real Lives Changed by the Power of God. I'm Dave Shear, your host, and today we're going to be doing something unique. We'll be listening to people who have graduated from the Teen Challenge Program.
1: My name is David Vickery, and uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my testimony. I grew up in the church, and um, back when H.H. Barber was the pastor, and, um, I loved I loved growing up in church. I loved you know the the love that uh, the people showed each other, and I loved the way that you know they were trying to teach teach people how to have a relationship with God and that the church was there for you. It was there to help people and it was there to help the community. And, you know, I enjoyed going to Sunday school and I enjoyed going to Calvary Temple youth groups and, you know, being a part of the counseling uh, through intermediate and all the way through. As I went through that with the Calvary Temple, you know, our our families, families start to connect and and you start to make friends um, with people in the church and you become lifelong friends and you know each other since birth. And so that's what happened with me. I had these lifelong friends is uh, we decided at one point all right let's move out let's get a place together and uh, that's exactly when Satan put his foot down and said your belief in God was really keeping you in bondage and now that you're stepping away and and going into life by yourself true freedom you can do whatever you want pursue any desires that you want just turn your back on God like he never existed and so that's what we did as a group we all got together and uh, we all experimented with drugs we all went down that path together and so what happened was again that was a lie. You know, I ended up getting charges. You know, I had counterfeit charges. I had break and enter charges. I had drug charges. It was hard for me to get a job. I was going to court. I had to turn myself in to uh, to the undercovers in order to basically move back home. Yeah, I was really in bondage there, and I didn't have the revelation of, of God at that point. I thought, okay, I can dig myself out of this. This lasted for about, you know, the, the the hardcore part of my life lasted for about five years. And then, you know, I got a girlfriend. I went to college, and I thought that, you know, I could restore something in my life and and none of that was the answer I was still empty and broken and so what happened was you know a lot of my friends actually had gone through Calvary Temple had come through Adult and Teen Challenge themselves and so I said you know what I'm going to give it a chance I'm going to give it a try and so I came into Adult and Teen Challenge I'm going to give my life to you and I want to experience you I need to know that you're real I need to know that you're real and God knew my heart and he had me I even made a commitment with him and said that I would fly across this country I would leave this country to to Asia and go experience the the movement of God out there. And so you know, I didn't have to do that. Thankfully you know, within three weeks of my program I I, I had a God moment is what I like to call it. I didn't have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but the first God moment I had after receiving Christ into my heart and a recommitment and a dedication of never going back to my old life, you know, was offered to get baptized at Calvary Temple. And to me that was an answer. uh, It was very scriptural. It's exactly what God asked and God was there for opening that door. And so then I got baptized at Calvary Temple. I said, God, I'm all in, I'm running up to the altar. So we went to Promise Keepers, I went to the altar. We we started having services and, and I was really going to the altar and I was wanting to meet God on such a deep level and uh, my heart cried out for it. And uh, all of a sudden I, I found myself at a revival s- service, you know, experiencing the powerful baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I just want to honor Pastor Terry and I want to honor the leaders here that have taken me through this walk and this journey into the redemptive power that God gives you when you use his gifts and your talents for him the redemption that came with my in my journey was powerful was life-changing and i'm never going back and i'm going to tell people across this world that there is a god that the presence of god can be felt and that you can have a relationship with this god and he will change your life he will change your life and he will give you a calling and a purpose and a plan and my ministry is strong this ministry is strong and and i'm excited to see what god's about to do next
2: i Trevor Fron. I'm at a uh, Teen Challenge in Winnipeg, Center. and if you would have told me I'd be here giving a testimony after 39 years of doing the wrong thing and coming into God, he really did save me in the most miraculous sort of way. I was a sick child. Half of my intestines uh, were twisted. I was a miracle child. One in 10,000. And looking back at it now, he was always there for me. I had a bad car accident. My brother has translated text from me while I was in coma. The doctor couldn't even explain it. I flourished in business. I always had a very strong work ethic. Whatever I poured my heart into, I seemed to do really good. So at the age of 20, I moved away uh, to Oakville to start a business, a hot tub company. And it did phenomenal. You really do become a product, you're surrounded. I used booze as my edge. Whatever I needed, to do to not feel what I hadn't dealt with inside. From a young age, I needed opiates, then harder stuff. Eventually, we came to the point where it didn't, didn't seem to work anymore. This is stronger than anything I could ever imagine ever existed. The Lord is powerful. He's real. He has a plan for everyone. If you think there's no hope, there is more hope than you ever Imagine. This place is giving me my life back. It's giving me my heart back. In time, we'll get my family back. And the old relationships are dead to me. This new life is second to none. I promise you that I like the strongest of anything in my life. This is it. Teen Challenge, and the Lord saved my life.
3: Hello, friends. My name is Pastor Terry Teeson. I work with Adult and Teen Challenge of Central Canada. We're just so blessed to be able to join you today. Thank you so much for, for listening to those incredible testimonies from these gentlemen that have truly seen their lives change in our ministry. We're just so excited for what God is doing during this pandemic. We're so excited because we have seen this as an opportunity. And and I know a lot of Christians have a difficult time seeing something like this as an opportunity, but we are rejoicing because we are seeing people turn to Jesus more than normal, and uh, and we believe that has to do with uh, when when something difficult happens, we focus on who can help us, right? And so we're just so glad that you're listening here today. God was just putting on my heart just a, a very short word for you. We're just so grateful. You know, there was a there was just a word, just a short word that came to my mind in in the last um, little while uh, during this p- pandemic, and you know, I think we've been hit with something as Christians like we've never seen before. Nobody's living right now that has ever seen anything like this. And you know, if you're a leader or if you're a Christian even, you know, we have we're facing we're facing complicated decisions every single day during this pandemic. But you know, there's a leader in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. His name was King Jehoshaphat. And he was faced with a difficult decision as well because there was a bunch of people that came to him and he got the news that several armies were coming to attack him. And I just think to myself, you know, we are under attack as well right now. And I was looking at this story about how it says that, um, you know, he received this news and it says he was alarmed. I like the honesty and the transparency of that moment. He was alarmed, but It says he resolved to inquire of the Lord. And I think that's so important in these times for us to know that it's okay to be a little shaken, but not all shook up, if you know what I mean. And um, I just love his response. You know, he brought the people together and they fasted and they prayed together and they called on the Lord. And, And the interesting thing about it was that his response was that he brought... He brought the worshipers into the forefront of his army and he allowed them to just be at the front and just declare God's goodness and just declare the goodness of of all the things that God has done. And I really think that that's such a key and important piece for our future. You know, we don't know what to do always, but we can choose to worship the Lord. We can choose to to look on him and to keep our eyes on him, even if we're a little bit alarmed in these times. But it doesn't say that Jehoshaphat poured himself a glass of whiskey and he paced the floor a little bit or that he went out for a cigarette to clear his mind. It said he went to the Lord. And I know that during these times, we've had a lot of temptations that come our way. You know, when you think about all the... um, all the things that we can do in the privacy and in the hidden rooms of our homes during this pandemic, whether it's pornography or whether it's alcohol or whether it's drugs or whether it's um, even just buying things or, or the um, the love of money, there's a lot of things that can take control of our life. And what I want to remind you today, and that we remind our students in Adult and Teen challenges, that Jesus is the only one that wants to be in the control seat of your life. And so if, if that encourages you today, our prayer is that, is that um, you will hear this and that you will be encouraged that you don't have to turn to any false senses of, of pleasure or um, escape during these times. We can choose to authenticate our relationship with Jesus even more and and let him help us through this. I just want to take a moment and I just want to pray with you and I just want to pray for you right now. And I want to pray for Pastor Allen and his ministry as well. Father, I just thank you. We just call on you right now. We just thank you that you are so in control. We thank you that you can help us through these difficult times. We don't have to allow ourselves to be so shaken that it takes us off our foundations. We can call on you. We can allow you to come and guide us and to rescue us from our temptations and from those things that uh, that control our life, those false things. Father, I pray over those family members right now. I pray over sons and daughters and brothers and sisters that have gone the wrong way, that we are praying for. God, I pray that you would help a person that has been praying maybe for years over their loved one, that they would not grow weary in their prayers, but that they would continue and press in with their prayers. Father, I pray that you would give mercy and that you would give clarity to uh, to a person who faces a big transition during this pandemic we just pray that you would bless and keep every family and every listener right now that is hearing this and is finding some hope, Jesus. We just thank you that you are in control, Lord. We just pray, especially right now, that you would bless and secure everyone that is listening right now. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Amen. And I just want to encourage you that if you do have a loved one, if you have somebody that is struggling right now, we have we have ways of of uh, all sorts of ministries that that help either people. That that are struggling through support groups, online, Zoom, uh, so forth. But we also have ways of supporting family members. You know, if you have a family member that is struggling right now, we have a support group for you so that you can navigate through as a loved one. It's called Concerned Persons. If you want any more information, just visit teenchallenge.tc and you can see the different ways that you can get support during this time. God bless you and may you truly feel his peace in the coming days.
4: it. your back's against the wall, you prayed a thousand prayers, you don't think he's heard at all, the pressure's unrelenting, time's running out on you, there's good news, there's good news. Hurting, who wants to run and hide? Questions and regrets eat you up inside. You tried to escape it, but it's a mess you can't undo. There's good news. There's good news. Shadow Breathing, he's not through. There's good news. Oh, there's good news. Even through the valley of the shadow. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks for being with us and refuge freedom stories today it's always a blessing to hear the real stories about how god changed people's lives and certainly we heard that today and now a few words from alan campbell about refuge ministries canada
2: refuge ministries canada started when i was invited to share my testimony from accepting the Lord at 19 in Millhaven Penitentiary to be interviewed on 100 Humphrey Street. As a result of this interview, I was invited by a local church in Spruce Grove, Alberta to share my testimony at the Edmonton Young Offender Detention Center, where a 12-year-old boy whose role models were Jeffrey Dahmer and Charles Manson accepted the Lord. Leaving the youth jail that Tuesday night, I got on an airplane to fly back to London realizing that nothing was being done to support him, disciple him, and mentor him when he was released. That is how
0: Refuge Ministries
2: Canada started.
0: I hope that you have enjoyed the last half hour as much as I did. Thank you again to Refuge Ministries Canada for hosting the show. So until next Friday, may God richly bless you with peace, love, and happiness. We at Refuge Ministries are are so blessed by the success of Refuge Freedom Stories and podcasts. In addition, we focus on youth prison ministry, release kits, and many other diverse outreaches to the needs of our community.